the City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 329 of the Heart of LSC podcast. That's right. We are back after a very long layoff. Fun with COVID. Not so much fun with Columbus, but we're back. We are back. Um, Definitely going to close this one out proper for the season. Of course, there's some stuff leading in the next season we're going to cover as well. As you see, we are traveling. We are moving. Everybody going every direction here, but we got to you guys tonight. Um, I'm back. Tony's back. Araceli is here. And of course, Bam on the road. Right. Not the safest thing, but you know how Bam is, man. He's got this handled. Uh, He'll be coming uh, to us as a traveling correspondent tonight. Um, I'm going to throw this to you guys before we keep on going. Tony, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. A little uh, cut off guard a little bit. Misread certain things, but this is how I guess the finals went. We misread a certain couple things. Caught off guard a little bit like Ryan's Hollings head, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Aristotle, how are you doing? Um, I mean, I'm doing well. Uh, like Tony said, we're, I think we're both a little caught off guard with everything going on, but we're, we're getting through it. Other than that, I mean, you kind of already know uh, United Soccer Coaches Convention is coming up very, very soon. So getting ready for that in less than three weeks, I think it is now. So on my end, it's definitely been very hectic, to say the least. Araceli's coming back to L.A. That's all I know. <laughs> it's all good news. All good news. Uh, Bam, of course, traveling. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I did two hours overtime at work, and now I'm heading home. I was hoping to be home by now for the podcast, but, you know, got to do what we got to do. We roll with it. Like we always have done, always will do. So let's get into it, of course. We got to cover the recap. We can't run away from it. It happened. It's real. And honestly, it is a proper uh, ending as to what this year's given us. Uh, Not the greatest moments, that's for sure. We've had some close calls, but yeah, it kind of was fitting to, to call it the way it was. Of course, we go to Columbus. Massive crowd, massive support, one hell of a party. Um, and the only thing that we got to bring home when it was all said and done is COVID. So that was kind of the way it ran. Now, in terms of the lineups, in terms of everything, um, let's be honest. We had our best. They had their best. Um, looking at our lineup, of course, we went with the 4-3-3. It's what we do. Uh, we had Vela, Olvera, and Volanga up top. We had Sanchez, Tillman, and Acosta in the midfield. We had Chiellini and Murillo, uh, Hollingshead, Palacios, and, of course, in goal, so it's everything you could have asked for in terms of the Columbus lineup. They did exactly what they did best, right? In their style. Um, Schulte was in goal. We had uh, Abinson, Camacho and Moreta as their holding defenders. Uh, Farsi and Yaboa on the outside doing all kinds of terror. Uh, you had Mar- Morris and Nagby holding down the middle. Uh, with Rossi and Matan setting up Hernandez up top. That was their setup. That is what they've done. That is what's worked for them. Of course, game kicks off, and it falls right into what everybody predicted it would do, where they would control, and we would look for the counters. They would try to bomb us from the sides. That's what they do, um, and, and catch you. Uh, that is that is the style looking for. Um, we knew we'd, be six, we'd basically seed possession in it, um, and it just fell right in 
to it. Now, um, being in the stadium and going through that experience and, and seeing how, how early they took over um, was a little disheartening. I don't think anybody else could say it any other way. It's goals or not, as it, as it progressed, we knew what happened. But it was a little hard to watch, right? Because there was nothing. It was just a lot of keep away and and uh, tedious at best, and very hard on on the patience for both players and supporters. Um, I'm going to throw this one over to Tony. You got the highlights, sir. So I'm going to throw it your way. Of course, things looked like we might survive, and there was a lot of bending and a lot of close play. Uh, but for about five minutes there, things went very wrong in the starting in the 33rd minute so tony first goal what went down sir in the 33rd minute uh google hernandez converts a penalty off of palacio's handball uh, questionable if it was a handball or not it's up to debate at the end of the day it's gonna get called gonna get called you can't really turn it the only thing that was very kind of odd um i don't know if i have to rewatch the game again and I don't know if they reviewed it on VAR, but we never got a confirm that they looked at it in VAR. So couldn't get a confirm confirmation on that. But they ended up scoring the first goal um, as it went. And I think that was the pretty much the end of our spirits because they just needed one. And then they struck really quickly, like you said, in the next five, next five to six minutes because in the 37th goal, unfortunately, Pauline's head, as much as he's done well for us this playoffs, this playoff run, uh, gets cooked and destroyed and leaves the ball open for uh, Iba. And they score their second goal. And pretty much there we've been we were fighting, but it was still very on the back foot of trying to convert a goal and playing really slow up front all the way up until the four, till the end of the half, which we had an extra four minutes, but couldn't still do any, do anything. Yeah, uh, beyond beyond frustrating. Uh, let's be honest. What we thought we could do to these guys, we couldn't. They did outperform us on the outsides. Our strength when we could play out of the back was pretty much nullified by what they were offering um, and, and pretty much suffocated. Um, the times where we did try to cheat and make it happen, well, we got burned. You know, um, They did exactly what they needed to do to get through the first half. Didn't give up anything to us, little to nothing, to be honest. Um, extremely frustrating first half. Um, Araceli, from where you were at up there, um, I, I know you were getting probably a different vibe than we were as we were singing and going crazy all game. Um, thoughts from that first half? Where, where, where were you at on this? I'll be very honest. I'm not really sure how much I can contribute to this part since I was representing the league for the game. But mm -hmm. based on the angle that I was at and everything that I saw, it, it was kind of clear of which side dominated the better part of the first half. Obviously, we would have loved to seen it go LEFC's way, but unfortunately, that just wasn't the, the 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 case for the first forty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta be real. I think we were lucky to be only down two. Um, they they were a lot better than us on the day. Um, in the first half, totally, uh, I felt we were outclassed. Um, they had solutions for everything that we offered, every little trick in the book that we throw our, out at teams. They had an answer for it position by position. They had us in this game. Um, and it, it's horrible to watch and it's tough to see for everybody to know how good we've played this year to run into this. I know a lot of people are mad at our performance. I, I, I gotta be real. And I'm going to throw this to you, bam. 
I think it was more about them than us and what system they were playing and how effective they were playing at home more than us being ineffective. What, what are your thoughts? Oh, 100%. You just saw the way that they ganged up on as soon as we got the ball. They pressured us like no team had pressured us before. We didn't know what to do with that. And they just outplayed us 100%. Them playing at home is hard to, hard to beat. And the way that they played that game, they came out firing, wanting it more, wanting blood. And that's all there was to it. Yeah, the two deserving teams were there, and now we know why, <laughs> right? As unfamiliar as many of us are with the Eastern teams, um, you, you got a lesson. That's that's for sure is what, what they're built on. And, and I think something that's amazing to me is to know how many of their youth players have moved up to the ranks and how they've built kind of on the cheap to make what they've made. Um, but it was working, you know, and, and the system was exactly designed, um, seemed perfectly designed to, to nullify our strengths. Second half comes around, uh, a lot of bend, not break situations, right? I mean, we were starting to look a little bit more lively as substitutions started coming in. Um, and we did get one back, right, Tony? Yeah, um, the substitution you're talking about that put brought life back into us. And I feel like it sh he should have started from the beginning is Bogus. He put yeah. the, te the tempo and the pressure on Columbus and they didn't really have a kind of an answer for him is the best way to say it. Because after that, you, uh, Palacios had more room to move about and be more effective up front. And you kind of saw that in the goal where uh, Buanga scores the only goal for us for the final, like takes a shot. He gets kind of, you know, blocked, but he has, he's right in there in time for the rebound and, you know, it goes in. So, and after that, it was just, we were trying to play catch up and there were some substitutions moving forward where we was like, I don't the too little too late. Um, <laughs> we had Ilya replaced uh, Palacios uh, by uh, Palencia. And um, again, I don't know, understand why Gonzalez get in. Maybe we thought he could finally get the goal in, but again, he was still not a factor in this game, even when he was here and we needed him to be somewhat of a factor and still wasn't a factor. Even in the loss no and i felt like we lost speed the minute he came in we lost mm -hmm. what, what what juju we had what what push we had especially after the wonga goal we didn't build on it with the substitutions after that it just didn't um i felt we lost momentum as the changes were being made and it was just a little a little weird um were there chances yeah there were chances um were there times where our guys would just take the extra extra step for no good reason yeah a lot of that in this game um, it was really weird to see the indecisiveness, right? Um, which, of course, that happens when you close space. Uh, you don't give them time to, to do what they want to do, where other teams did give us that space. You didn't have it against this team. That wasn't going to happen. Um, and, and we didn't deal with it. Um, ultimately, for me, what I saw in, a ga in the game was what we saw in every major match we've lost this year. There were two positions that we were short on, and those two shortcomings i guess you could say were magnified in a game like this right you didn't have a natural number nine and the one you bought wasn't there right it wasn't present you didn't have a natural playmaker like we've always needed and you had no control of the midfield it happened again and again and again and, it, and it's it's basically one of those situations where yes you're playing a team that's of lesser quality than yours you get away with it right you play your style you get through it 
when you find a team that's on the level or better, they expose you. And I think, I don't think I'm wrong on this, but it just one of those situations where you, you found, you found a team that was better when you needed those guys to step up. They weren't there. They didn't exist. Did we have them last year? Well, we had one of them last year and it showed, um, Araceli, your overall impressions of the match. Um, overall impressions, just kind of like how I said earlier, obviously we would have loved to see LEFC become back-to-back -back champions, lift that trophy again. And unfortunately that's going to kind of be the storyline this season with them, with all major tournaments. Um, but all things considering that they've been playing for almost 10 months straight, I think it's fair to say, to yeah. see them get mm -hmm. to this point again was very impressive. And for the match itself, Again, you would, excuse me, would have loved to seen it go our way, but at the end of the day, it it is what it is. And if anything, I'm just glad that I was able to see all of you guys again and everyone for the 3252 and get to meet a lot of new members, which was fantastic. I finally got to meet Will Farrell for God's sakes. So that was good. <laughs> but we'll just have to wait and see what this club does now. Yeah, you know, uh, it was nice to see the full buy-in from the club flying everybody in, right? That was full measure. Supporters were full measure. Uh, they were there, you know, doing what we do. Big taking over, every flight coming in. Like, that was that was all proper. It was just on the field, right? And this is football at the end of the day. That's what has to be handled, and it wasn't. Um, the failure goes to the club on that end. We didn't have the tools to get the job done. It was nice to be close, but now nobody ever wants to be the bridesmaid, you know, and that, that's where we're at. So uh, now we come into a new year and we will cover this, of course, where a lot of faces are going to be gone. A lot of moves are going to be made. This is a bit of a rebuilding year and a year with that's kind of got a quiet schedule um, where we have no tournaments to play except for MLS league play. And that fake tournament we play in August. That's it. That's what we got. Um, nothing else because Open Cup, of course, we know is gone now, too. Um, too bad, so sad. Who respects history these days, anyway? Um, uh, but yeah, uh, that's where we're at. So it's gonna be a much quieter year, you could say. Um, but you know, a lot less on the schedule, not traveling to Costa Rica, but um, refocus, right? And get back to what we do best. Uh, bam, thoughts on the match itself, total. Total coverage on this. What do you think, man? Total coverage. Look, second half we played a lot better. Um, but as Ursula was saying, he got to the final and it was business as usual. We just couldn't get over the final hurdle. We'd always make it and then that was it. So there's a lot that has to be changed during the offseason. Be, be interesting what happens now that we know Keelan is gone. He's retired. He had a wonderful career. We can't thank him enough for that. What else will happen? Who will come? Who will go? That's what we'll wait and see. Yeah, uh, and that that's going to be the big, big questions, right? Vela out of contract. Chiellini gone. Maldonado gone. Acosta on a free free contract. Or he's out, right? We could get him back. Uh, Max out of contract. There's a lot of purchases that need to be made, a lot of moves that need to be made. Uh, a lot of running around to get a team built again. Yes, we have a roster, and we've got some draft picks, uh, but the guys that were pulling weight the last, I don't know, since season one, um, those faces are now gone. 
um, in many cases. And so this is really tough. Uh, we got to see if we get them back again. That's going to be the big challenge. So, yes, a bunch of questions. The last straw with this current roster just happened. It didn't go as well as we thought it would. Now you got to focus on the next steps. And so that's going to be the big play. Now, um, stats, I don't think there's any purpose in it. Let's be real. Um, they did what they did. We did what we did. And the only thing that matters is we didn't lift the trophy. That's it. That's it. Um, again, commend everybody that took the trip out there and went crazy and did what they had to do. Um, happy to hear everybody got home. Um, not feeling that great, but hey, we got home. Um, like I said, everybody of the COVID crew, um, I salute you guys for, for getting through it and moving forward um, as I pull out of it as well because I was laid up with it too. Uh, but you did it. You know, you made some history here and we're the best traveling supporters in the history of the league in terms of a, a final. So good on you for that. All right. Um, I'm going to move over to you, Tony. Do you have anything for club and community you want to throw in there before we get into comments from our supporters? Um, we did have a uh, nice event for uh, Thanksgiving or for Christmas, giving back to the community. Uh, LAFC has that hosted uh, their of course, uh, Expos are running them, and AIM, of course, always running their uh, charity of giving back to the community. So I believe it's still going on up until maybe Wednesday. Um, I don't know when the cutoff date is. So uh, just if you can't donate to them personally. Um, oh, we also have the kickball tournament, of course, which Black Army did win. But besides the point, uh, there's also the community give back for uh, toys. So if you still need that, I believe their link for Amazon is still available. So just click on the link and see if you can kind of get one quickly before it closed down there we go thank you sir for that um let's go to those reactions um i see about 20 comments out there so let's see what everybody's thinking where their heads are at of course this becomes the fun part and you know what guys don't hold back like like let it rip man we want to hear it from you guys you don't have to sugarcoat ever um you know we, we're not about that so tell it how it is all right see dave on here Good seeing you, sir. Burke in the mix as well. Nice. Uh, Dave, like he says, hate to say it, but they beat us. They beat us. They earned it. Those are the champions. Straight up. That's the champions. No BS, man. They're the champions. They earned it. Simple. Uh, Marvin Chavez. If they had us in every way, do you blame Dolo? Was he outcoached? No, I don't think so. Um, they, were they better at functioning in their system? Yes. I think we had holes in our lineup that we knew we had throughout the year and they weren't addressed. If you're going to go after anybody for that, that would be John Thorrington straight up, right? It's his job to bring in people to get the job done. He brought in Mario. Mario couldn't get the job done. I think that's fair enough. Right, Bam? I mean, right? Man, you can't bring people in. Yeah. No, but you're also looking at it too is, let's be honest, the players on the field were out outclassed. That's what it was. Columbus knew how to outplay us, knew what our players' weaknesses are, went after them, pressed us. What more could you ask for? Right. And, you know, you want to go at Dolo with that. I mean, what what would you have done different? I didn't hear a single person saying that Tillman shouldn't have started this game. It just didn't happen. We were all talking about what was working. What was working was that lineup. So I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. The substitution when it did happen was proper, but it was late. Can we call that out? Maybe. But the sequence, the goals we allowed, 
I mean, Palacios had been killing it for us up until this game. Hollingshead carries us, third leading scorer on the team. Now we're going to savage the guys and goes, ah, Dolo screwed up. Actually, those are the guys who are getting the job done to get us there. So I, I'm not sure what he can do any different than what he did. You build a team, they go out and play. The first half, whatever happens, happens, right? Second half, you make your adjustments. If you don't make your adjustments, then that's where you'd be like, hey, what the hell, right? The adjustments were made. We did get a goal back. We did have opportunities to tie the game at times, even though we weren't really in it the way we should have been. But it was the best roster we had under the circumstances. The issue was leading into it in the personnel issue. I think that's our biggest issue right now. Uh, I see Mike Gray's on here. Um, sequence leading to the PK. Ilya was sleeping. Yeah, I know. We don't we don't like to talk about Ilya, right? Because he's done so much for us. I will say this case, that dude got bossed in this game. And I think it was by design. Uh, Nagmi is Nagmi. If you're going to lose to a, a controlling midfielder in this league, if it's Darlington Nagby, guess what? Put put your name on a list. There's a long list of guys that went shit. They, he bossed me, you know. Like that's just kind of normal. And then the kid next to him, like really, that was not much he was gonna do. We were overloaded, that's for sure. Um, Dave, he says Dolo had a good plan. Lads didn't execute. They couldn't execute. They were nullified quite literally. It was tough. I mean, that was one of the hardest games I've ever watched for our club. There's games where we've gotten our butts kicked. This one was just hard because because you felt it, right? You knew it, it just didn't feel right from the start. Team Bonilla says, what's up, y'all? Hope everyone's good. Tough week last week. Glad to have a pod tonight to go through these feels. I mean, yeah, man, we got we to gotta have closure, right? That's why we came on. We almost didn't, especially last week where I was completely uh, – I mean, I lost the week, dude. I straight up, I was I was down and out for a week. Um, sick, but hey, we're here. We're getting it done. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, it's it's tough, but it's better to close things out so we can move on and get ready for a new year and some new promise, right? Um, Marvin says, I think that penalty changed everything. Was it a soft penalty? I personally think the game would have been entirely different at BMO. So we dropped the ball, falling so low on the tail. I mean, it was hard. What bothers me about that call is, was it hand to ball? Hell no, man. It took a deflection and then hit the hand. Like, to me, I think it was questionable at best. Um, but again, you're at home. You're going to get that call. Trust me. If that happened to a defender against us and we were at our house and I didn't get called, could you imagine how insane we would go? Like, it's just, it is what it is. The way the sport is these days, the way they're they're reading that call yeah, it gets called. Do I think it should be? No, but the way the game is these days, it will get called. Sucks. Uh, that is where we're sorry. at. Yes, man. To me, Joseph, literal law, ball hits hand, handball. It wasn't next to the body. It was trying to make something bigger. They did look at the VAR, and it did come back as confirmed as handball. So, unfortunately, that's the break. That's, that's the way it's read these days, right? I mean, that is what it is these days. So, you know that. You deal with it. You move on. Uh, I felt really bad for Plasios in the moment, though. There's no intent there at all, but yeah, that's how they call it. Jonah B is on here. Uh, Dave says 52 matches uh, is a lot. I will give credit to the boys to march to a final after all of this madness this year is still very impressive. It is. Uh, it is something that you can't hang on your hat. You still won the West, even though, you know, they nullified the purpose of that trophy these days. Um, you still did it. You're still the best team in your conference. 
even after all that madness, the ups and the downs, you were still there. Um, you were still in the big dance where others aren't even making the playoffs. So give yourself that credit. Uh, Team Bonilla says, even though Sanchez and Plastis weren't playing amazing, I feel like we should have kept them in the whole match just because they could produce one special play in the game and change the game. I, I get you, man. I do. I know why Sanchez went out. I do. But there's no way the replacement was going to match what he could offer. I'm with you on that. But I could see where he was gassed. He was. Those guys were gassed. Um, sad enough. But, yeah. No, the drop-off was heavy. I mean, people started coming in. That's for sure. Bogus was the only positive sub that we saw in this game. Um, Daniel Angel says, for Araceli, did the league decide to copy us by sending MLS next pro to USFC? Are you telling me we're trail? Are we talking like trailblazers in the wrong way, Danielle? I think that's what he's going for. I'll throw it to you, Araceli. I know you don't want to go jump on this thing, but um, we're kind of trendsetters in this situation, aren't we? No comment. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I yeah, I would say this for for the LAFC fans that are angry about it. Our team kind of pulled this mulligan first, right? Surrendering at home to another team, and yeah, that's kind of on us, right? Um, yes, Daniel, I did see it. Um, so here's the vibe that we're getting from the Bayern faithful. There's this team called Red Bull over there. That buys teams all over the world and rebrands them um, and basically makes them part of their network. Well, if you look at the Red and Gold Initiative or Red and Gold Football, it looks like now they're they're recruiting teams to buy other teams for them because they're not going to go through with it themselves. I mean, and that's not that's not enjoyed because you have the other situation right now where they have the television rights situation. Bundesliga is doing everything they can not to sell out like England serious where the petrodollars take over where like all the cr crazy money takes over and you lose your 50 plus one so any any kind of progress happens in terms of marketing or anything like that or partnerships with foreign entities bundesliga fans are going to be like hey hey wait a minute this is slippery slope you could take this too far let's not go there right so yeah i was watching i was watching the game and saw the protests pop up i saw the banners um I get where they're at. I do. I understand it. Um, I understand the concerns. They are valid concerns. Um, from an LAFC perspective, it's great, right? For us, it's great. From a Bayern perspective, for their organization, it's good. For their fans, warning signs, right? I mean, I get it. I get the arguments all the way around on this thing. Everyone has a valid point in this thing, but I get it. Globalization of football. Yeah, I get it. Daniel also says, if we played the whole game and how we played the last 15, we might have had a chance. Um, yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, Team Bonilla, Mario and Vela had a heck of a game. You are right. Um, I will say, well, Vela, there were moments, right? But the work rate was proper. Same with Chiellini. The work rate was proper. Mario, though, stuck out like he was the strongest guy out there outside of Chiellini. I mean, our center backs kept us in this game all freaking game, um, and they should be commended for that. The work was proper from them, and they were doing a lot of makeup for the outside backs getting torched at times, and so good on them. Um, hey, Libby. 
Good seeing you on here. It says Keelini retiring broke my heart. Uh, he loved being part of LAFC. He did. He was pure class from the very beginning with us. Um, amazing soul. Um, honestly, whatever he wants to do in this world, I hope he succeeds. He is true to who he is. Um, I am happy he got a chance to say goodbye to all of us at home for that last game and took his family over to everybody. That was fantastic from him to do. I know in the moment we don't read it as is, um, but for him, things make sense. It just does. And uh, do I want him to be here next year? Hell yeah, but I get it. I totally get it. Home is still home, and you want to go home. And it's I get it totally. I hope he visits us, though. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Team Vanilla says, tough year, but next year the boys will be back and better. I hope. I hope. There's going to be a lot of moves that have to happen between now and then to make it happen. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, Burke. Good for bringing it out. We have to talk about that. Schedule should be coming out tomorrow. I did hear some rumors that Carson is going to play another Rose Bowl game, but I also know that we're due to play a big stadium game against them of our choosing. We'll see how that works itself out. Um, let's hope it's the Coliseum, right? Um, and something like that goes down. So, yeah, schedule is supposed to come out. We'll see what happens with MLS. You know how they are. Apparently, uh, too, uh, we're playing San yeah. Jose at um, same place we did this year. The, yeah, back to Levi's, right? Yeah. Yeah, back to Levi's, which I had to miss this year. I hope I don't next year. <laughs> we'll see. The schedule when it happened was terrible, so we'll see how that goes. Um. Oh, yeah, Anthony wants to bring that one. Vela recruiting Griezmann. I think that's a long play. Um, and Vela probably won't be playing when it happens. Straight up. I don't. Uh, where, what Griezmann is doing right now back at Atletico. Uh, I, I, dude, how is he going to leave that place? It's not happening anytime soon. That's for sure. But maybe down the line. Uh, Marvin also talking about JT. Yes, more on JT. More of the prices for Arango Sifu were downgrades. Hurts to see it. Most felt earlier in the season it wasn't fixed. Hoping 2024 some lessons are learned. Well, I mean, some money is going to open up. Chiellini costs a lot of money. I know. I know how important he is. But he did cost us a lot of money. Um, there are some other faces that are departing. Uh, but, yeah. <coughs> Again, it's December, people. We got a, a, a couple of months here to figure it all out. Um, short months, right? It's going to be speed and pass, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And that is our comments, guys. Um, oh, yeah, the Pereira rumors. Good stuff, Dave, for bringing that one in. So Pereira from uh, Austin, uh, there are rumors he could be heading our way and that there's a deal in play right now. Um, I did hear some chatter on that, so we'll see what that's all about. So uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, I would say that it's probably something happening, right? Can't confirm or deny, but there seems to be some traffic related to this one, a little smoke. So we'll see what happens there. I think he'd fit if we did get him. I think it would work for us. Uh, I'll throw it to you, Tony. What do you think about Pereira coming over our way? I think it could fit. Like he's young. He's not young, but not old. So I think it'd fit and maybe fill in the gap that we we are missing but again it's still still very tentative on what's going on and all the changes that we're making on this offseason especially with also yeah the 
the draft coming in with, I believe, San Diego, or is it next year? No, they're here this year, right? Yeah. Expansion. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So with yeah. that draft, we're not. Uh, oh, there we lost him. Um. So we'll see what is going to be pretty much what the team looks like and what the new format is going to be. There's so much on unfinished business that has to <laughs> happen here. Um, yeah, there's going to be moves. There's going to be trades. Um, that's the other thing here in chatter on that too. So something has to give, there has to be some, some creative math uh, involved uh, for us to get back to relevance here and to really build this roster back up to where we want it. So we'll see what happens. Should be fun. I will say this. If we do get Vela back, we get him below the DP rate. I'm going to feel real good and real bullish about things. Cause if you can pull that off, that's pretty impressive. We'll see. Oh, MG, I love this, man. You know he's my favorite. Um, Mueller to LASC. Let's make it happen. I mean, dude, right? Space commanders and all. Um, the thing is with him, he's such a free-flowing type of player. You got to build around him, too. Um, and it's not like you can set him in a target and that's what you're going to do. Like, that's not his approach to the game. So it'd be really interesting with our system to see how he would fit. I will say at Bayern right now, he gets limited minutes, right? He's the elder statesman that was just signed on to 2020. Yeah. He just got a new contract through 2025. So that's kind of limiting us. Uh, <laughs> that may be a little harder, um, but it would be fun. Not by 2025, though. I think he's done at that point. But, you know, we'll see what happens there. There were about four teams linked to him in MLS. So before before he had his little resurgence, and boy, that last game was fun with him. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Q says, I'm dying for transfer rumors to get me through. Well, yeah, the only transfer, like I said, Pereira was something that sounded real. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but again, I have heard trades are, are, are a high possibility this year. A lot of movement's going to happen. Um, so we'll see. Um, I, I expect some willing and dealing cause you know how LASC is there. If they're not feeling just pissed after this year, I don't, I don't know. There's something wrong with them. I can guarantee you they're pissed. Um, MG says, got to take advantage of the uh, whole red and gold partnership. I I'd agree to that. And the whole Vacher Innsbruck situation, um, not sure what's going to go quick on this, but yeah, that would be real nice to get some of those young, uh, young players over. And of course our own players going over there over the break, um, getting to get a good run out and yeah, we'll see how it works again. It's in, it's in development. We'll see for us. Like I said, it's great news for us. Bayern supporters are concerned, but for us, it's actually a good thing. I, I can switch my hats and give you a different opinion, I guess, but I can I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Um, all right, so that's our comments. Let's run this off. There's a few other things we wanted to cover as well tonight. Um, yeah, and the easy one, Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. I know. What? Yeah, we didn't cover that yet, so let's do it. So I wanted Bam on this one because it was his idea because obviously <laughs> – what he's doing right now with the new job and all, I think this was a perfect fit, but uh, we both agreed that I think the best, the best fit for this week uh, would be men at work. Uh, the album is business as usual as we come up short once again. Um, and of course the, the, the title track from that would be down under, right. And we all know down under. 
1981 release. Why do we say that? Well, because of the other thing. And I think it's a good transition into the draft. Um, why we'd go down under, but we do have a product from Perth now joining us. So uh, that is why uh, we went with men, uh, men at Work Business as Usual because of the new talent that's now joined uh, the fray. Um, and of course, in the MLS draft, we did, I think, have a decent draft. I mean, we actually participated this year, which is different for LAFC. Uh, we're usually not too big on the draft, right? Uh, but at least we got a couple names. Uh, first one, of course, was Jackson Lee out of Perth, Australia, and of course, West Virginia, goalkeeper, good size, good potential, was a part of, of, of Perth Glory's youth setup before coming out to the States. He's a dual citizen, so he won't, he won't count against us when it comes to, to foreign players, um, which is very, very good news for us, right? Because he can develop with us and it won't, it won't, it won't hit us on that end. Um, I'm sure he's going straight to LAFC too if he makes this team or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, uh, he'll play for that setup first and then and go from there. Um, that makes perfect sense, of course. We do have a lot of goalkeepers still on the roster. We have set, let some older veterans go, of course. Uh, but there's an opportunity for him, that's for sure. The other player, of course, is Kenny Nielsen, 57th pick out of Georgetown and Irvine native. Uh, local boy makes perfect sense to take a take a flyer on a Georgetown player since they seem to be the the darlings this year of the draft um, and see where he goes. Of course, Orange County kid. If he plays for us in Fullerton, not too far for his parents to watch him play. Um, so it, it's a safe, I'd say a safe pick for LAFC. Um, Tony, you're looking at it. What do you think, man? What do you thought think about the draft today? It made sense to you? made sense but the question is of course with any draft that we have is who are we going to keep and why we're going to keep them because fortunately when we draft players there's only been maybe a handful that you can count on your hands that we've kept and actually started on the main squad others have been sold or played on the lights or LAFC two, and then we've never seen them. Uh, the goalkeeper makes more sense. I feel like we might keep him around since we've let go of two veterans that are still may or may not come back. One for sure won't come back. Uh, yeah. But that could be a potential for him to go to LAFC two and develop him there. Yeah, it, 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 we really don't have a good history. Right with our draft picks, I think the expansion year with with Blackman Moutinho, yeah, that one worked out pretty darn good. We got a trade out of Moutinho. We got a you know Blackman got where he got. They're both still playing the game, right? I mean, for them it worked out, but outside of that, nah, not much because we've been so focused on our academy kids. So we'll see what happens with them. Again, best to luck to them. I hope it takes off. I hope for for Brendan's sake, you know, an Australian player, you know, does well and at least features right that'd be fun uh so we'll see we'll see what happens there um i think that just again faces in faces out there's gonna be a lot of people trying out a lot of trialing i think you're gonna see in this off season a lot of weird faces showing up at training camp that we don't recognize and we got to figure out who the hell these people are as we try to rebuild this team and get it back to it what we know is there are a lot of familiar faces gone and that's going to be the battle right what are we going to do here how's this going to play itself out um and the patience of that. And that's the hard part. Um, Araceli, your thoughts on the draft? Um, your opinion on the uh, the players that we did pick up? Um, 
I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Just looking at who we picked, it definitely does make sense for LAFC, especially the goalkeeper situation with the club declining both McCarthy and Djokovic. Then again, LAFC does kind of go back and say they are trying to retain McCarthy. But regardless of how that goes, I do see a possibility of Lee going down to LAFC too. Then again, LAFC too had um, Jasim Collat all last season. So unless they're planning to sign him to a first-team roster, I don't know. I mean, really, it could go either way. We could see Lee stay with the first team. We could see him go down to LAFC too or just kind of go back and forth. But, I mean, when it comes to that, I think it's kind of clear and obvious that Max is still going to be the starting keeper. If we can re-sign him, right? Right. Because he's out of contract. Yeah. I can't see Max not re-signing. Uh, I'll just say this right now. I think we're just waiting for a press release in this case. If it doesn't, I'll be shocked. I will be absolutely shocked if he doesn't come back. Um, Yakupovich, though, Aracel, I think it's pretty safe to say he's not coming back, right? I don't see him coming back. Nah, nah, not happening there. And then McCarthy, it's hard. So we have this guy that wins MLS Cup for us. He's already one of the lowest played goalkeepers in the league for the minutes he gets, right? I mean, value for value for performance is kind of insane in his case, right? He was he was signed by us as as a basically a last second cover. Um, not expect to do anything. He didn't really have any offers anywhere else at the time, and then does what he does, right? And it gives himself value. So is he gonna want more? Yes. Are we willing to give him more? Probably not if until well, I think it's just the case until we get some other names figured out. And if those names get figured out and then we know where the budgeting is, then I could see it happening. Now, is he going to have the patience to wait for that or take whatever he can get from the rest of the league? Cause he is a official free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. He's not, you know, there's other guys have strings attached, right? He has no strings. He can go wherever he wants. So could he end up back in Philadelphia? Backing up for over there. Who knows? Um, right? That's hometown for him. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I think, would we want to bring him back? Yes. Are we going to bring him back? It's up to all the parties involved. We'll see. I do want to see him back, especially with the history with the club. It would be nice to have him in the roster. But you got to do what you got to do. Um, I think we all understand that. We only wish him well, nothing but the best, especially for what he's done for us. So, um, other names, I'll go to you, Tony. What are your thoughts about Maldonado not getting the, the look see and kind of getting sent packing? Um, I'm kind of okay with it. I think it was just like trying to make a square peg fit into a circle peg at this moment in time. Like <laughs> we were trying to make it work and it just wasn't kind of, um, working at all. Um, I commend him for staying on when when he got called up to the national team and wanted to focus on getting the starting spot and everything but i think the money and everything didn't just work out for that part um i wish him the best of luck like i said he is one of their best defenders but unfortunately this this is how it goes sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't yeah i mean, it, it's tough um i thought he played well until the wheels came off Right. And everybody ran out of gas and including himself. And I thought he was playing beyond his physical 
ability to play at certain points where he was just overextended and playing in games that that you could tell he was just struggling to get through the game. Um, and that cost him here, I think, at the end of it, which is sad because he did put in a lot of good work for us this year, especially in the early stages when we were thin with all those injuries. Um, he will be missed, but I, I, I get it. I understand. Um, and he would cost us a lot if we wanted to keep him. Probably too much than we're more than we're willing to spend at at the moment with certain players out and about. Again, I think in a lot of cases, and I think Tony will probably agree with me, we're a little bit paralyzed until we know the Villa situation, the Crepo situation, the Acosta situation, um, and the Max. You know, once what those four faces, if we can get them back, then we'll know where the money's at. If we can't get them back, then it's it's gonna get a little wild here. So um and trades might be needed and if Pereira is one of those names that show up who's going for him you know um it's going to be interesting the other thing you have to think about guys uh with the with the defending situation Mario's coming back Long's coming back those guys are starters but the other name that we're not really talking about a lot is Segura Segura's back guys he's healthy um he's had a chance to rest he gets to have a full freaking preseason on his fixed knee, you know, steady Eddie. If he is back to even close to what he was, I don't even think we have a big conversation about the center backs. We don't because you have Segura back. And if Segura can be the old Segura, which is a hard ask after such a long time off, it's not that critical anymore. It's it's like, oh, okay, we'll make it work with what we got. Um, Ersula, your thought on that as well. I mean, if Segura is back back, yeah, the Maldonado Chiellini situation seems to be not that that bad at the end of it all. Oh, 100%. If we can get Segura back, then that'll definitely help us, given that Chiellini announced his retirement. What I'm more curious about is looking at this list, and I do have to correct myself real quick. On the goalkeepers, I left out uh, Abraham Romero, who was another one that kind of went back and forth between the first team and LESC too. So again, with Jassim and the cold goalkeeper situation. I, I'm just very curious to see how that plays out. But where I'm definitely more interested in is with we still have Fall and Ganella out on loan. Mm. And they're both on the roster. Do you see both of them potentially coming back if we're not able to make a deal? I think this will be the offseason where we see Fall finally get sold. Um, I think it just makes sense at this point um yeah the janela situation i dude how long are we still under contract with this guy because it just seems like he's just like that wart you can't get rid of <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> he's not gonna come back we don't really want him back let's be honest he doesn't fit any team we send him to are they really that compelled to buy him knowing that there's not an urgency from us either way it's hard. I think at this point, all we want to do is try to get his, as much of his contract covered wherever we send him. And if they can get rid of him for a dollar fifty, they're going to get rid of him for a dollar fifty. It could be a free just to get him off the roster, but uh, it's hard. <laughs> it hurts, right? It, this, he's not like a bad bad player, but he doesn't fit. Um, and so we'll see what. Yeah, that's a hard one. We would really like to free those up. Really good for news for us if we do, right? It gives us a little bit more. But do I see either of them suiting up for us again? 
No, I don't. Tony, your thought? No. Sorry. No. Please go away. Yeah. Like, come on. Let's let's talk to that agent. Let's take care of business. So I honestly though falls look good where he's at. Like, come on. I know I know Barcelona's like halfway bankrupt, but uh <laughs> that doesn't help either. Tony's laughing because of his allegiances. Um, yeah. Uh <laughs> he's having to laugh on that one. But it's true, you know, they, they seem a little strapped unless they can create a league out of nothing. But yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where it's at. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we throw some more comments and get this bad boy all set for the night? Mm, nothing more I'll say from the final comments. Or... All right, I think Bam, Bam's got a moment here. Let's get him. Bam, are you alive? Yeah, phone died a little bit, so I had to recharge it. Ah, there it is. So we're getting ready to run this thing out, close it out. Um, checking in with you, man, looking at your thoughts for this off-season, preseason already, let's be honest, right, with the moves. Um, most pressing situation, of course, we have four major free agents we need to deal with, coming or going, right? Um, do you think we're going to not get all four of those guys, or it's going to be like half? We'll get two. We'll keep two. Which ones are you betting on for that one? Which one? So uh, you got me, Valerie yeah. Pies. Ooh, okay. We keep Max. Again. All right. And we keep Acosta. Acosta. All right. I hope we do too. I hope we do too. <laughs> We'll see what happens. And McCarthy goes, right? I mean, that that's it is what it is. So there it is. All right, let's see the well, last he, four he, comments. I he's see. Too good to be, he's too good to be the backup keeper. I'm sorry. He'll go. He will go to San Diego. Yeah. On yeah, he's free, so he can go wherever he wants. We'll see how that plays for sure. All right, let's see what the other comments are out there before we get going here. Um, Q was asking about the Bayern concern pissed. I covered it already, but again, globalization in football and uh, Bundesliga losing its autonomy with the 50 plus one. It's kind of a long story. Um, and worry about, about, you know, trying to be baby Red Bull in terms of taking over teams. There's a concern about that. So, yeah. Um, MG says, if nobody signs J Mac as a starter, he might as well come back. We'll see what happens. I, I think Bam might be onto something with expansion might be his great opportunity. So uh, good thoughts there, Bam. Well, well thought out. Mendo's on here. Um, and Jibble's thanking us, of course, for all the pods. And we thank you guys for supporting us this year um, and letting us keep doing this by, by, by tuning in and checking it out. Um, if you guys aren't doing that, we ain't coming back, right? So, yeah. Uh, there we go. Daniel Onhale says that they signed a keeper in San Diego. So keeper, keeper battles, keeper battles. So uh, yeah, they're 2025 kickoff. So there is that. All right. Thank you guys for the comments. Y'all rock. Let's get to this thing. We are going to close this bad boy out. We are going to be taking a bit of a hiatus, of course, um, as the vacations kick in. I leave country. And we get to be with our families. Uh, so we're going to take a little bit of a break. But we will definitely be back to see you guys again next year. Sounds funny saying it that way. 
but yes, you know, we'll be back. So, all right, let's do this. Final comments. I'm going to go to you, Araceli, first. Final comments. My final comments are simple. It's been a very fun season. As I've been saying throughout the entire year, it's always a joy to come on here and talk to you guys about LEFC and just soccer in general. I wish everybody a very fun and safe a holiday season. It's hard to believe that Christmas is already start this weekend, basically. Um, but like I said at the top of the show, we have the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Anaheim from January 9th to the 14th. I will be there myself. I hope the boys will be able to join me as well. But until then, um, just everybody have a nice off season. Get plenty of rest because we all know how this goes. Once the new year starts, we'll be right back into breaking news, hopefully. There we go. Right. Good news, hopefully, by the time we get back. That'll be great. We join you with all this amazing news. So, well said, Araceli, and we do look forward to seeing you here, here in Southern California again. Um, yeah, back to it for sure, for sure. Uh, Tony, final thoughts, sir? Um, final thoughts is been a long year, a very unsuccessful year, no matter what anyone else has been saying. Um, small club mentality, if you think this was a successful year, yes, getting to finals is great and all, but big clubs win big tournaments, bring cups home, and that mentality needs to stay. Uh, we are no longer this up-and-coming club if we want to be recognized as the biggest MLS club in the league, then we have to win trophies no matter what tournament we are in. Um, unfortunately, the US, the U.S. Open Cup has been thrown away, and for that now. is for now. Um, <laughs> has been official, um, but it's, it's rooted in the only history America has in football slash soccer which is dumb. But again, this this is the funny part that always, everyone always forgets is that that the champion of that cup gets a Champions League spot so or a Champions Cup or whatever the new cup call is called. Yeah. So do we have so we have the youth players say they win it, then do we just not <clears throat> reward them for them going to it and just give keep it to the big club because that's the end of the day, that's what's going to happen. But Unless, other than that, um, I have a funny feeling that that you might see a flex from U.S. Soccer that basically says that the academy clubs can't claim that spot, so it'd be the highest finishing USL side. Don't be surprised if something squirrely comes out of that, and they could go to courts. But uh, um, the story is still being written, I think, with the U.S. Open yeah. Cup. Yes, they're not going to play it, but it's going to get hairy, especially with that slot. We'll see. Exactly. We'll see. I'm, exactly. I'm waiting for CONCACAF style drama. I haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> but overall, <laughs> yeah. um, new season coming up, new jersey, new home jersey. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, that's my final say for the 2023 season. There we go. Let's see if I can get. Oh, we lost Bam there. Would have been. Ah, dang. Okay. Uh, Would have been perfect. Uh, to have him go next, but uh, he's driving, man. Traffic ain't easy, and he goes up to the mountains, and things happen. So I will give you my final thoughts, and of course, the biggest thought. Wait, wait, bam! Did he make it? Did he make it? 
I see you, Bam. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hit a, hit a dead spot. Gotcha. It is time for final thoughts, sir. I want to at least get you a chance to do this as we close out this year. Uh, final thoughts. I'll make it brief and quick. Hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. Everyone has a great New Year. Um, remember, this time of year, mental health is hugely important. You know, I harp on about it every episode. I will be harping on it every episode next year, the year after, and the year after. Um, reach out to your mates. Check on your mates. A phone call can save a life. Have a black and gold Christmas, and can't wait to see you all next year. Thank you, brother. Good on you, dude. Work, working hard. Love it. Love it. Uh, all right, let me throw it out to you guys as well for my final thoughts. First and foremost, the biggest thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you guys for the five plus six plus seasons of doing this 329 episodes down who how knows how many to go um but y'all been there along the way um cast of characters in and out but we're still here doing our thing um thankful for those who have always had our backs still have our backs um thankful to those who've always volunteered put in the hours put in the time to actually get us up and running every week in and out um, to my crew here, of course, the biggest thank you for doing this with me. It's been a pleasure. It has been an honor. We'll see what next year brings, but hey, we got through it, man. The, the marathon season is done. Cups, no cups. We still got through it, guys. It started in Costa Rica. It ended in 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 Ohio, <laughs> but we still we still got through it. Uh, we survived and we're back. And so uh, a little worse for wear, but hey. It's all about the journey. So we'll continue and we keep going again. Um, as Bam says to everybody, yes, watch the mental health. Watch out for each other. Please pay attention to each other during these holidays. It ain't easy for all of us. So definitely be there. Okay. Um, and of course, enjoy your families. This is that chance. They don't see you all year as we travel everywhere and get all crazy. Be present for them during this off season for sure. Um, and on that note, I think it's time to say our final word. Araceli, final word. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. Bam. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over